Hello, loves, and welcome to episode three of the Etheric Update from Burnout to Boundaries. I'm Catherine Craig, your intuitive guide and transformation teacher, at least for the next 45 minutes or so. And my mission here on planet Earth is to help you connect to your divine self, your sacred soul, and your infinite spirit through grace, presence, and love. Today is our third episode of the Etheric Update, and I'm so excited to be here with you to share a little bit more about me and my own journey. So today I'll be addressing a little, just a little problem in my life at the moment called burnout. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know I have started to share a bit about my own burnout, this toasted crispy juncture that I've encountered on my journey at this particular moment in my life. And I can't say it has been easy, but it has been a gift. So I just want to go through a little life recap for those who are new to me or the class, as I like to say. Um, So I'm a Jersey Shore girl, born and raised. I did my time in Manhattan working for a major cosmetics company doing fragrance and product development. And this, I have to say, it was my dream job for a 22-year-old to come out of college and get their dream job was an absolute blessing in my life. Um, However, my life turned upside down after what I call was a series of unfortunate events. I had been in a car accident that left me with debilitating chronic pain. I started to have mysterious illness symptoms that then got labeled with a variety of autoimmune diagnoses. And then by the time I was 26, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. I had been so frustrated with conventional medicine and the conventional medical community because I got not only what I like to call garbage diagnoses that didn't have any treatment strategy behind them, but also got gaslit at every appointment when doctors would say I was depressed, anxious, hysterical, etc. And part of me just, I always laugh. I said, well, perhaps I wouldn't be depressed and anxious if we knew what was making me sick. Uh, And I really thought we had left a lot of that attitude in the late 1800s. And mind you, this was about 15 years ago now. So I'm hoping, again, if any healthcare providers out there are listening, to take your patients seriously when they have mysterious symptoms. And just because we don't have an answer to the problem doesn't mean that they're not sick and they're not suffering. So um, I know a lot of those attitudes are still alive and well and become lesser by the day. But Nonetheless, something to be mindful of if you work in the healing and or healthcare field. So this whole point of my life spurred me on. And the only thing that had helped me manage my symptoms, manage my mood, manage my emotions, started to get me on the healing path, understand the innate healing mechanisms of the body was acupuncture. So it was two weeks after my cancer surgery that I went in. I quit my dream job. And I enrolled in acupuncture school, where I became a passionate advocate for all those with mysterious chronic illness, autoimmune disease, thyroid hormonal disorders, you know, which eventually led me into working with a lot of fertility patients, chronic pain, 
depression, anxiety, all, all those things that get lumped in, lumped in together. So flash forward 10 years, I'm running my successful acupuncture practice when COVID hits. And oh my goodness, everything that I worked for was passionate about, helped thousands of people with over the years was now being called into question. We had gotten some very good information in the alternative medicine community coming out of China in terms of herbal treatments, herbal remedies, certain protocols that were really beneficial in treating COVID. And we couldn't use any of those because of the system and the country that we live in. And that to me was a real tragedy. Um, So while all of that was being called into question, a lot of things were happening, lots of push-pull coercion, lack of good information, getting into people's hands that may have needed it. Everything that I had worked for is now being called into question by the science, the authoritative science. Now, this is really, this could be a whole podcast, a discussion for another day that I might get kicked off of some of these nice platforms that we're talking on. Um, But it does play into today's story a bit. And it played enough into today's story that after two years, even though, you know, I looked around at a lot of my other small business owner friends, you know, people who owned restaurants, bars, clothing stores, you know, people who I had been working with in the community that I served for years and years and years. And I luckily, uh, working in healthcare was a blessing and a curse during this time. So I had to close my office for about six weeks. I was able to get back and safely see patients uh, fairly quickly and move back to full capacity also fairly quickly. So that was a blessing for me. But having watched all your friends and neighbors and loved ones go through losing businesses that they've worked their entire lives for, pivoting, working hard, you know, it, 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 it was a very interesting time in my life. Um, and I felt that after two years of restrictions that it was time to pack my car and I moved to Florida. And this is something that I had wanted to do for about 10 years. And after a breakup I had gone through, you know, my family had left the area at this point. It was, it was just time. My business wasn't a good enough reason to stay anymore. So within a four-month period when I decided to move, I encountered a level of stress, and I've got big arms for this, a level of stress and... a series of encounters that left me in a really interesting place. So we're in this four-month process. I decided to buy a home long distance. And shout out, it was time for me. I had wanted to buy a home for literally years and years and years. Kept getting price out of the market in New Jersey. So I finally had had my nice down payment. I had my little nest egg. So... um, I went through a long-distance home buying process. Shout out to the miraculous events that led to this single self-employed being able to secure a loan and her dream home without a bidding war. And an incredibly stressful, I went through the process of trying to sell my practice, which unfortunately fell through. And yes, it was for the best, despite some financial stress surrounding the events, because that would have been not only nice for me, it would have been nice for my patients. And most importantly, it would have been a really wonderful opportunity for the right people to step in. 
So you could say by the time I stepped out of my car at my new homestead, 20 plus years of stuff landed on my shoulders to be processed. And let's not forget all the well wishes. You know, I had such deep ties to the community that all these well wishes of people um, checking in on me and making sure things were going well and getting them set up with appropriate practitioners and treatments, um, that really pulled at my heartstrings in a way that I wasn't ready for. And all the concerned, again, friends and family members making sure I'm getting settled, making money, paying bills, mowing the lawn, weeding weeds doing all the things a new homeowner is uh, apt to do, and then also encountering all the new creatures down here from palmetto bugs. Uh, I just had to get a lizard. I was watching TV the other day. I settled down to watch a movie. There was a little lizard, um, you know, resting, watching the TV with me. So I had to, I had to let him back outside, taking time for self-care, learning the new grocery stores. I'd been shopping at the same health food market for a long time I could get in and out in 15 minutes. And now there's new grocery stores. I don't know where anything is. And oh my gosh, good intentions, but overwhelming to be sure. So I've done this with patients before when they come into my office and they said, you know, I don't, everything's fine. And I'm like, okay, well, let's take an inventory. So I'm taking an inventory with you guys now. I'm being very vulnerable here. So we're taking an inventory of my burnout list at this point. So I have to manage other people's expectations around my journey, something I feel very comfortable, confident, and capable with. I had to navigate familial and ancestral patterns and projections that started coming up. Namely, when one goes to buy a house, especially as a unmarried woman, despite you know being financially solvent and capable, certain things come up in terms of some patterns in my family regarding neglect, resources, scarcity things that I'm now being tasked to clear. Again, the learning of new daily things from, you know, finding my way around the streets of my new hometown, uh, learning about, again, all the flora and fauna that are inhabiting my home with me, groceries, and then getting, um, getting entrenched in the community, starting networking, building business relationships with people. And then also this career shift. So I love getting my hands on people and moving from a, a hands-on practice to this space that I know I'm supposed to be working in, it was a big shift and a big change. And I had to grieve the closing of my business and also become enlivened about the opening of this new offering, The Etheric that I'm so glad so many of you have been on board with. It's just been such a blessing in my life and a lot of gratitude and thanks goes out to each and every one of you for that. So the inventory continues. I had to reconcile a couple breakups that had happened over the past couple years and get my toes wet in the dating pool, which again has been very interesting. Lots of different cultural differences that I'm not used to and just it really makes you see some of the patterns and bad habits that we've picked up, we, that I've picked up over the years. Having been on the dating scene in New York, it's very different than dating in, I would say, like a normal a, no, a normal place with normal people. Um, so that's been interesting. And then on top of all of this, this was a very physically taxing time on top of 
some health problems that, you know, I've had for a number of years. So letting my body heal. The past six months, I have to say fried my nervous system on top of over two years of COVID restrictions, which followed an intense year of finishing my doctorate on top of years of building a successful business on top of chronic pain, illness, and cancer. And let's not at this point forget any childhood gunk trauma stuff that perpetually rears its ugly head perpetually. Um, And oh, the layers that we build into not only our physical bodies in terms of dis-ease patterns, but our nervous system, our emotional feeling, somatic, auric body, and then our energetic body, our energetic field. So in recognizing all of the things that I've been through without ever taking a break, and then I have people asking me, what's next? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I had that, you know, that uh, emoji with the gritted teeth, that one, it's kind of like a funny gritted teeth emoji. That's, that's how I felt. But in the inside, I was like, I can't do this. And I am not someone to ask for help. I'm very good at handling things on my own, which is something I'm learning to do. And I, I was just shocked, (laughs) shocked. You know, I've got uh, loads of people in my life and love them, love them dearly. But it's like, okay, like, I, Catherine needs a vacation. She needs a little, a little break, a little sabbatical. So what does all of this mean? Not only for myself, but for you, because I know that if my story is resonating with you, you have encountered all of these things. And like I said, I have not seen one patient in my practice that when we start to take inventory of all of these layers of childhood stuff, family patterns, ancestral wounding, health challenges, day-to-day work burnout, or is your work and your career aligned with what you feel your mission in life is? And when we take that inventory, it's shocking to some people to see, again, the layers that we've built, how we got here to this burnt out place, and where do we go from there? So what does it all mean and how do we navigate our way through it without letting the burnout take us out of the game? And this to me is the juicy stuff for you. So if you know me, you know I love really feeling into the energy, the alchemy and the meaning behind words. So let's get at it. This word burn out, burn as we all know to be consumed by fire. Fire is one of our ancient archetypal elements. There's fire, earth, metal, water, and wood in the Chinese elements. And then the yogic elements would be fire, earth, ether, water, and air. And they can vary a little bit, again, according to whatever tradition, cultural you studied, but ultimately... These are all elements that exist, whether they're five, six, seven, eight elements, they all exist. And fire is one of the most potent, young, masculine elements out there. It is the great destroyer of all things. If you see how fire moves, it dances, it illuminates, it creates and destroys all 
in the same motion. So then we talk about out. And it's a seemingly simple word. We all say this, I'm sure, tens if not a hundred times a day out. It's a, a short, sweet word. But when we really feel into out, out means to expel, to be away from one's normal state, to no longer have light, lights out, or that it's complete. If you think about baseball, you strike out, it is complete. So we look at burnout, to be consumed by fire completely, to be consumed by fire, to no longer have light, to be consumed by fire, to expel all that no longer serves. So we generally, this day and age, would have a negative connotation with our modern day interpretation of burnout. It could be conflated with weakness, mental illness, inability to handle the rigors of daily life. Burnout can happen on an individual, familial, or societal level. If we look at COVID, we all burnt out societally. <laughs> that is that this much is clear, and yet there's more coming down the pipeline, unfortunately, between wars and inflation and rising, rising food costs and all of that. And we can get to that another day, but it, it's going to require a grounding presence and just being in your knowing of your sacredness, of yourself, of your divinity, and not engaging, again, with coercion, disdain, forces that no longer serve. But for the purpose of our discussion, we'll look at burnout on a number of levels. The physical, the emotional or feeling body, and the spiritual level. For the average person, burnout can express physically, first and foremost. It can look like overworking, anxiety, depression, moodiness, irritability, exhaustion. There can be many physical symptoms, and even when extreme exhaustion takes hold, illness, this is an opportunity that illness can come into or grow into the body. When your immune system is taxed to a point where it can no longer triage or work for yourself, this is when severe illness can happen at these certain exhaustion states. So if you're dealing with any of these, you know, I, I would either be in touch with me or work with a local provider to help you through this pathway. Burnout can also express emotionally. For example, this happens often at the crossroads of a relationship when one or both parties can no longer be in accord are no longer on the same plane with one another. It can be when a parent in a parent-child relationship, when they hit a rocky point where the parent does not have the tools or experience to help their child in the way this child needs help. Now emotions as we've discussed, and I'll continue to emphasize this throughout our time working together. Emotions as we've discussed we often use interchangeably with feelings in conversation in our daily colloquial language. But emotions are, in fact, the unconscious expression. And if we look at, again, the root word, emotive, so that there is emotion behind them that we're not always aware of. This is why emotional issues can often end up expressing physically through the nervous system, whether it be in the form of repressed pathology or a 
breakdown of some sort or an expression of some sort. This is why when healing burnout and other emotional issues, it is so, 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 so important to begin to cultivate the ability to feel and to express in a conscious way. To physically feel what is happening in our body, in our immune system, in our nervous system, in our organs, in our auric field, to physically feel these feelings and express that out into the world in a conscious way. Now, this is life's work. So this is the masterclass that we are all practicing day in and day out. And it is a practice that we will all continue to cultivate, frankly, until we reach enlightenment. If that's in your belief system, it is not something that we easily, not anybody I know that we easily navigate through but it's a beautiful practice and it's one that we continue to do on the daily. So burnout can also have spiritual ramifications or expressions. This can look like when you are called into a different workspace mission relationship. That's what it looked like for me when I left my dream job at the age of 26. I literally walked into the GM building one day. I got a message. I didn't know it was one of my guides at the time. But I literally, this voice popped into my head and said, Catherine, if you continue on this path, you're going to die on the 42nd floor of the GM building. I said, well, I don't, I don't really want to do that. I love this job. I love the people I work with. But that doesn't seem like a good option given the circumstances. So it can look like making a major life decision because you have to, even if it means taking a pay cut, a lifestyle change, or going against the norms, going against the tide, going against the current. Spiritual burnout is something, again, we saw during COVID, but it can also happen during war times, stressful societal situations, again, like the lockdowns, the restrictions, the coercion for medical procedures, and also what many around the world are experiencing in terms of rising food costs, energy costs, and wars. So, During these spiritually conflicted times, there can be massive amounts of polarity. And many what I call spiritual warriors are tasked with holding steady in peaceful presence and grounding, something we've talked about quite a bit now. So for any of my spirit warriors out there, just take a rest for now. We've got a little pause, a little breather, depending on where you're located in the world. But this sort of polarity burnout, something, again, I experienced trying to kind of hold both sides while I was in the healing space in my practice, it pokes at our basic human needs of survival, those of resources and those of belonging to a tribe, of needing a belonging in society. So over the years, many people have been force-fed Again, whether consciously or unconsciously, depending where you're located in the world and the society and culture in which you grew up with, we have been force-fed a steady diet of what I call baser vibratory feels. Again, those of coercion, disdain, and violation in order to ensure their survival. Sometimes we've had to compromise certain needs in order to have other needs met. And that's something that's part of the human condition and human negotiation. 
So this type of burnout that when not addressed, the spiritual burnout when not addressed, continues to get buried deeper since it is related to the survival mechanism. And when it gets buried deeper, it can then get passed down generationally or ancestrally through the auric fields, leaving very deep scars. So if you are recognizing yourself in any of these descriptions, this could be an opportunity for healing. And whenever we move through suffering, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and we talked about opportunity in healing and how suffering can be an opportunity for healing. And that, again, this is a tough truth for people to swallow. And it's one I struggled with because I felt very betrayed by my body for years and years and years. Why is my body attacking itself? Why is my body doing this? Why is my body doing that? Why can't my body be stronger? And the reality is, is based on the disease pathologies that I was dealing with, my body brought it. My body kept me safe and alive for years until I could get the proper resources, the proper uh, care, the proper healing, innate healing mechanisms back on track. So I needed a roadmap and I worked with very talented practitioners to help me get back on that roadmap. So if you're struggling with that, I would ground down in yourself, understand, even if it doesn't feel like you can take it in or receive it right now, that your body is always working for your highest good, your highest self, receive that message even if it feels very difficult right now, just plant that little seed for yourself. And if you need support, you can certainly reach out to me, reach out to a local practitioner who's versed in complementary uh, medicine, functional medicine in your, in your local community and, and start to get yourself on the right track with that. So, like I said, if you are recognizing yourself in any of these descriptions, this is your opportunity for healing. And what does this all really mean for you? Whenever I work with someone, deep work like this, this burnout type of work needs to be done in manageable bite-sized chunks. And this is a conversation as I'm going through my own burnout journey that I have with myself every day. And the gift for me has been making the to-do list, the today things I need to do today, things I can wait but need to get done eventually. And when I finish the things that need to be done today, I don't add more to the list. That's been one of my big practices. So breaking it down into manageable bite-sized pieces. The first is recognizing the pattern and the problem. As you can see, once burnout is apparent, there is a lot at the surface. This fire just brought all this stuff to the surface. So while we recognize the problem as a pattern at this juncture, this is the point when working with a client that I do a lot of holding. When someone is burnt out, they no longer have the capacity to hold. Fire can't hold, fire just destroys. So it's all just there, all these patterns, this inventory of gunk that's gotten built up in your system, your energetic system, your physical system. There's all this junk floating around, and it is my job to bring it back so we can course correct as a team. And then the responsibility gets handed back to you for healing. This is why I call myself a guide. I'm, 
I am not here to hold your stuff forever. It is yours to keep. But as you're going through the burnout process, it does help to work with a skilled practitioner, whether again, it's myself or somebody else that you trust and know, so that you can let yourself be exhausted and let yourself rest and let yourself be that scorched earth that this fire has just brought out. And then we can start to unpack what feels manageable piece by piece, if it's something that needs to or wants to be addressed. So after we recognize the problem and pattern, then we need to navigate with care and grace. So when I work with a client, this is the stage where we establish foundational daily practice. We need to build in healing, not only for the physical body and nervous system, so that we move from a conscious place rather than a place of wounding and reactivity. And this can take some time. So have some patience with your process. I often recommend, depending on a person's lifestyle, to keep a routine. Most importantly is establishing quiet time, quiet time, something none of us get uh, before bedtime. So no screens, social media, a meditation practice would be great and a routine bedtime. I personally set my alarm at 9 p.m. I go meditate, I walk myself, brush my teeth, put myself into bed whenever I'm done meditating, probably about 9.30 or 10, depending how long my session goes. And then I read my book until I fall asleep. This is a great way to wind down for the evening. So, routine bedtime. When one has burnout, sometimes sleeping in is the best thing for the body. So if you have the space to do that, allow it. I remember I had a client at one point, she came in, burnt out years and years and years, hadn't hit rock bottom yet, so wasn't really willing to admit it. I said, you need to sleep in. She's getting up at 5 a.m., exercising, commuting two hours to work, working a full day of work, commuting two hours back home, eating dinner at 8 p.m., going to bed, doing it all again the next day for years on end. Didn't like her job, you know. The story is old as time. And I said, you need more rest. She comes in the next week. She goes, I slept in Saturday and Sunday this past week. And I said, that's not, that's not enough. You've been running yourself, you know, and there were, again, layers and layers of family stuff, health stuff, patterns and issues that needed to be addressed. It's like two days of sleeping in is probably not enough to give your body the rest that it needs from this type of physical, emotional, and spiritual exhaustion. So if you're able to sleep in, allow yourself the space to do that. I would recommend not over-exercising, not getting the adrenaline pumping, because if you've been operating from a dysregulated nervous system, your adrenals are probably already upregulated, over-regulated. So here's my lecture on not drinking caffeine one more time, <laughs> which everybody hates that lecture. Don't drink caffeine. It upregulates your adrenals if you're dealing with burnout exhaustion, it's not appropriate, period. Take up a restorative physical practice. Two of my favorites are Qigong, Yin Yoga, and even if you're not a practicing yogi, doing a daily yoga nidra practice, you can find a lot of amazing guided meditations on YouTube for free, or the Gaia app is something I keep readily available on my phone and TV if I wanna pop on a yoga class without having to physically leave my house. They have lots of wonderful meditations and support in that way. 
this step is about calming the reactive patterns so that you can begin to move more intentionally, more consciously. So as the nervous system and auric field begin to heal, and we see these patterns at the forefront for healing, our next step is resolution. We have to resolve what is being asked to be resolved today and set aside all else. And this is where restraint is required. And especially for those worker bee types like me, executors out there just trying to get stuff done, resolve and heal in manageable bites. Don't think you can tackle every childhood trauma, every bad thing, every relationship breakup that's ever happened to you. Sometimes the win for the day is just sitting for your meditation practice, letting yourself be out in nature, going for a walk without your phone. Sometimes the resolution, when the bandwidth is stretched, is to acknowledge what you're seeing and put it in a box for a later date. If you don't have the bandwidth to have that conversation with someone, don't have that conversation. You can have it another day. But once those patterns are conscious, just start to let them move through you. And through the practice of just letting them move and letting them be, almost everything can resolve on its own, in its own time. Just holding it in presence and acknowledgement of knowing. Lastly, one of the big issues I noticed with my own personal burnout, not that I, I had moved, like I said, a dream job, study, acupuncture practice, I felt very much in alignment and expression with who I was am in the world. When COVID hit, it asked me to move in different ways and to hold the space that I had to hold for people on, I say saying both sides, but who are on polar ends of the spectrum of experience at that particular moment in time, stretched my holding arms in ways that I didn't expect. And it caused me to move into a realignment in terms of what my life's mission and work is. And it continues to be the same. It continues to be using my suffering, my experience, my intelligence, my knowledge, my teaching skills, my guidance skills in working with clients, but working in a more sustainable way, not only for myself, but in a way that will expose a greater number of people to this type of information. So lastly, a big piece of burnout, what I'm getting to, is about alignment and expression. We talk about the example is, you know, when someone really hates their job, you know, it's just a, ugh, to get into the office and a, ugh, I've got to do that the next day. <laughs> the, the Sunday scaries, as they say. So moving into alignment and expression, and this is where so many of us, again, after years of turmoil, as I expressed in the larger collective, moving into alignment with ourself and expressing it out into the world as such is an incredible way to shift. So what I would say, burn out if you must burn out. It is the opportunity to arise again. And this 
fits right into our September themes that came through from the guides of the opportunity to be born again, to reconnect to the known, the known that you are divinity incarnate, that you are a sacred child of God. All that is known by God, not only in his or her permissive will, but in his or her perfect will. And even though I get a preview, it's not really a preview. We'll talk about time another day in terms of is it linear, is it not linear, is it circular, but that's a, that's a side note. Um, so even though I get a preview, sometimes I'm even blown away at how the themes continue to constellate and weave through all that I personally am experiencing for myself as an individual, but also as us as the collective. I love getting notes and messages from you being like, oh my God, this is exactly what's going on. Thank you so much. So keep sending those. I love them. Um, all this healing opens up our ability and capacity to create a new and wondrous world in grace. Meaning a total rejection of disdain, coercion, violence, subjugation, so that we're all moving into grounded loving presence. These are the gifts and many more that are available to you as you move through your burnout journey. It is the fire that burns away all that no longer serves you because that is what is happening when one gets to this place. There's nothing left but the ashes on the earth waiting for seeds to be planted. To move into the native entelechy of knowing that you are love, that you are wisdom, that you are divine, knowing, incarnated, made flesh, it is through our burnout that we rise and win. So with all of this spoken and unspoken, I want to say that I'm here for you. I'm in process and in knowing and am excited not only for my own journey, but excited to guide you through the fire on yours. So if you would like to work together, I'm launching a new course just for you from Burnout to Boundaries. This will be a four-week healing intensive where we look at your own patterning of burnout and where we will find the opportunities to create anew. So for more information, you can certainly go to theetheric.com or drop me a message on Instagram at Catherine Craig Etheric. So with a big thanks for listening today, I have so much gratitude in my heart for you. If you are interested in learning more about the etheric, the etheric updates, the energetic themes, the spiritual teachings coming down the pipeline, and some really fun guests that we're having on starting at the maybe next week, the end of the month, we recorded a really fun session with Sunshine Kate. If anyone knows Sunshine Kate, she will be on the podcast shortly talking about the divine feminine and masculine. It's really juicy stuff. And it's kind of a teaser episode. We got into just the, the itty, the, 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 uh, the very top level of some really juicy stuff that we'll talk about as we move forward. So if you're interested in learning more, you can like, subscribe, leave a review or a question for this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google. If my story moved or resonated with you, feel free to share it with a friend um, and give me a follow on social and let me know 
drop me a message. Like I said, I love hearing from you. Let me know what you think. You can find me again at Catherine Craig Etheric on Instagram or TikTok. And don't forget to send me a DM if you like the episode or have an experience you want to share. There is so much more to come. Thank you so much. And I will see you next episode.